0: All right. All right. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about the three money habits of millionaires. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sydlichbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. Now, let's get on with the show. All right, guys, this is going to be a pretty short, straightforward, to the point little episode, but I've had a handful of our clients, three precisely over the last month or so, uh, ask me what, what were some of the biggest things that really shifted my uh, my money mindset and allowed me to go from being a a nine to five corporate jockey to being a, a multimillionaire uh, just over the span of a, a few short years. Um, And a lot of people talk about money mindset. What's your money mindset? What do you, all that sort of stuff. And I actually, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Tony Robbins always talks about like, your beliefs come before your reality. And I'm like, well, I think you can actually, uh, I think you can actually shift your beliefs with actions that you take. And so I actually wanna take a look at money mindset a little bit differently today. And rather than looking at like, oh, what are the money mindsets that you need to change? What are the beliefs you need to change? I wanna look at some of the habits that you need to change that will actually shift your money mindset. So these are the three money habits of millionaires. Some things that I've noticed really helped me shift the way that I think about money, the way that I see money, the way I, I uh, believe in, in money and going from a place of scarcity to a place of abundance and growth and, and uh, uh, true purpose and love. So uh, just to give everybody an idea, you know, obviously we all know that money is a, important part of life. I think there's people out there that believe that money is the root of all evil. There's people out there that think that money is God. And and to be honest, money is none of those things. Money is just a uh, physical or digital placeholder for social value. It's a tool, right? It is a tool that we assign meaning to, we assign uh, stories to, but the reality is money was created as a tool, right? It was, you know, if you wanted to get uh, some salt from you know the the merchant on the top of the hill, and all you had was a goat. Well, you, you couldn't take your goat up there, and you just want a, a you know bag of salt. Well, you you don't want to train your entire goat for the bag of salt, and you can't like chop off the goat's foot or something like that, right? So you needed to use money as an exchange of value, right? Same thing. If I want to fly, I'm in Costa Rica right now. If I want to fly back to the states. Uh, and I have to buy a ticket from United or Alaska Airlines or something like that, right? Well, they don't want to buy my services, so I have to exchange money to buy that service, right? So money is just a physical or digital placeholder for social value. It's just a tool to help commerce and trade uh, and value to be exchanged, right? So value it is just a physical or digital placeholder for social value. So uh, realizing that obviously is a really important thing, but you know the big shift that that comes when you start to live a life of 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 abundance is, uh, some of the things that I want to talk to you about is when you realize the flow of money and the importance of the flow of money, rather than trying to hold on to it for dear life, thinking that it is the only thing that it'll keep you alive or the only thing that'll keep you going. So, uh, I want to dig in today just real quickly, real briefly into the three money habits of millionaires that will completely change the way that you operate around money. All right. So number one is to give more now. This sounds really weird to a lot of people, but when you give freely, uh, when you give freely, you actually attract more money. So if you start to have more of a, a, a abundance framed mindset, now I'll give you an example. When I first started, when I first started my coaching business, I wasn't bringing in any money. I quit my job. I had no money coming in. And one of the things that I did to keep myself uh, in abundance rather than living in scarcity, while you know the first handful of months I was. Uh, I I was just hemorrhaging money, right? I was spending, spending, spending. I I spent all my savings. I started racking up credit card debt. Um, But to prevent me from falling into scarcity, one of the things that I would do every single week is I would pull out $100 in 20s every single week. Um, And I did this for probably the first six months of me starting my business. Every single week, I pulled out 100 bucks and that would give me uh, five 20s. And every single day, I would give away 20 bucks to somebody. I would give away twenty bucks to somebody. Now, this was a habit that I created. Now, if I was uh, I was giving away twenty dollars every single day, I was telling my subconscious that I was living in a place of abundance and I had money to give. And so rather than, you know, living in scarcity, I was creating actions that were telling my subconscious. I was acting as if I was already a millionaire and I could give away 20 bucks every single day. So Monday through Friday, I would give away 20 bucks. I would go to the coffee store. And when I got a coffee, I'd give the person a $20 tip. I would be driving to my, my, uh, um, working space. And I would see somebody on the side of the road selling flowers. And you know they were selling flowers for five bucks, and I'd I'd buy the flowers and I'd give them you know all twenty of it, or I'd I'd uh, give somebody I'd give uh, money to a homeless person or something like that. I would I would always every single day I would find a reason to give twenty dollars away, no matter who it was, no matter what it was for, um, because the action, the behavior that I was uh, exemplifying was that of a multi-six figure, million dollar business owner. I would not hesitate to give away 20 bucks a day if I was a million dollar business owner. It wouldn't, it wouldn't affect my, my income at all, right? And so by acting as if I could give away 20 bucks every single day, that actually kept me living in a place of abundance. Even though there was one point uh, where I was probably two or three weeks away from not being able to pay rent, right? I was still giving away a hundred bucks, uh, sorry, yeah, 100 bucks a week, 20 bucks every single day, because that kept me living from a place of abundance, um, kept my mindset in the right place that it really needed to be. So um, this is something that I still do to this day. We set aside uh, a bunch of money for um, big donations and big gifts every single week uh, and every single year that we we give away. And we want to make sure that we're giving away uh so much money that sometimes it makes us uncomfortable how much money we give away because that keeps us living in that abundance mindset. Um, so giving away more money is one of the most important habits that you can create. If you can give away money constantly, you'll realize the more that you give away, the more that you will have flow back into your life, but be very intentional about the money you're giving away. Don't spend it. Right? This is not about spending it on shoes and things like that. And that does have its place as well. But like this is not about spending it on frivolous shit. This is about giving money away. That's what it's really about. Now, number two is uh, one of the most important habits of of abundance-minded people and millionaires is investing in themselves. Uh, Now, I've noticed that this is one of the most important things for me, but when I first first started my coaching business, I remember a a personal mentor of mine, Jack Canfield mentioning uh, when he first quit his job his first year in business, he made about $65,000 his first year in business. And he spent about 56000 of that on personal development, on mentors, on coaches, on masterminds, on all of those things. So he spent like almost like 85, 80, 85% of his income he spent back on investing in himself that first year. Now, when you first start your business, the amount, the percentage of money that you invest back into yourself is always going to be higher. Now, even today, as we run a a, um, multi-million dollar business, we still spend between five to 10% of our income as a business on development. Now, not just for me personally anymore, but for me personally, as well as the team now right? We spend about five to 10% of our income on personal development, team development, continuous development, because the truth is one of the the best investments you will ever make is investing in yourself or investing in uh, your team to grow personally. It's that whole idea Stephen Covey talks about, you know, the difference between productivity and productivity capability, right? So if you yourself are, are productive enough to produce 100 units of success, whatever that might be, well, if you can invest, if you can invest, Ten, you know, ten units of success back into yourself, and the next year you can be one hundred and ten units capable of producing. Well, that means you're going to be able to produce more of that next year, and every single year after that. So investing in yourself over the long term will be one of the best investments you will ever make. So you know, that first year when I started my business, I actually spent. Over a hundred, I think over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars on myself that first year uh, in business. But that hundred and fifty thousand dollars that I spent on myself that first year has probably come back to me, oh, I don't know, like 50 fold, right? It's made me millions, right? So, because, but that first year, it was a very high percentage of my income, it was a very high percentage of the money that I actually brought in. Um, so that's just something to be aware of. In the beginning of when you're starting a business, the percentage of your income that goes to investing in yourself is much, much higher. It might be, it might be you know, like Jack's was 80%, it could be 50%, uh, it might be 40%, but I'd say you know, like regularly, definitely above 30%, the first year or two in business goes into investing in yourself. Um, You know, it can definitely, you know, I think for me, it goes up towards that 40 or 50%, right? So in Jack, it was that 80%. So, you know, really realizing that your first year, first two years in business, a high percentage of the money that you invest should go back into investing in yourself, the skills, the knowledge, the resources, the information, the mentorship, the support, the coaching, to really get to where you want to go. And then the last weird habit that I think Uh, every single, uh, entrepreneur, anybody who wants to grow their money needs to learn, um, is a bit interesting when I tell people this one, but it's, you gotta look at your money. You gotta look at your money regularly. I had a conversation with, uh, one of my good friends, who's a a, a financial advisor to, uh, um, Many, many entrepreneurs and millionaires, multimillionaires, and even billionaires. I mean, one of the things that he said is one of the biggest mistakes people make is money consciousness. So we had a client of ours uh, a while ago, a couple of years ago, that we were working with, and uh, she was amazing. She was a stellar coach, and she would uh, go on these runs, and she would bring in twenty k per month, and thirty k per month, forty k per month, fifty k per month, sixty k per month, eighty k per month, and then you know, like a quarter later, I'd have a conversation with her and. Um, you know, and she'd be like, she'd be like, Xander, like my, like my money's all gone. Like I'm, I'm freaking out. Like what, I'm like, what the hell, How is your money all gone? I was like, when was the last time that you looked at your bank account before this week? She's like, I don't know, like two months ago. I'm like, what, what? Like, so, so one of the most important habits of, of millionaires is they're very money conscious you have to be willing to look at your money regularly and you have to be willing to look at what's coming in and what's going out and understanding that. Now, I'm not saying you need to be a, a, a you know a penny squeezer or anything like that, but you need to be aware. You need to understand what's going in and what's going out so you can, you can say yes to the important things and no to the unimportant things so you can start to catch the bad habits because so many of our money habits are unconscious. We don't even know that we're doing them. So if you can just turn the unconscious into conscious, you can consciously look at your money regularly. So just to give you an an idea, idea, right? We tell our clients to look at their bank accounts at least, at least once a week. You should be looking at your bank accounts at least once a week, and looking at the expenses you've made, the things that you've paid out, the the money that's come in at least once a week. As your business starts to get bigger, that often turns into multiple times a week. Um, and as you reach the you know the seven figure, multiple seven figure, and the eight figure business mark, you want somebody looking at that money on a daily basis. So we're now in our business, you know, as we're um, you know pushing towards that eight figure mark, we're getting to the point where like we've got to have somebody looking at our accounting and our financials on a daily basis, Monday through Friday, to make sure we're keeping an eye on everything, right? So, but as a starting entrepreneur, you wanna make sure that you're looking at your, your bank accounts at least on a weekly basis. And this makes a lot of people uncomfortable because sometimes their bank accounts weren't, aren't where they want them to be. But if you're looking at them on, on a weekly basis, then you go, okay, like I need to fix that. It's okay to feel a little bit uncomfortable looking at your bank accounts. You go, okay, I wanna do something different. I need to make more money, I need to do this. So just the simple awareness of your bank account not being where you want it to be, will motivate you and drive you forward. But most people go, oh, it feels so bad. I don't wanna look at it anymore. Right. But the truth is, that's actually what keeps you stuck is not looking at your money regularly. So start looking at your money more regularly. Don't become obsessed with it. Don't be like, ah, I need to grow this money. Right. But like, look at it regularly. Be accountable. Be smart. Be intelligent. Be conscious of your money. So if you focus on these three habits, I guarantee you will start to build more abundance. You'll start to build more money um, and you'll build more success as well because that money, like we talked about, it's not good. It's not bad. It's not evil. Uh, it's just a tool. And if you're a good person, that money's gonna help you be more of a good person. So number one, give more. And maybe start by just pulling out a hundred bucks a week and giving away $20 every day. Number two, invest in yourself. If you're at the start of your business, you're going to have to spend, you're going to have to invest a high percentage of your income to really get to where you want to go in the very beginning. And then number three, look at your money regularly. Even if it's just once a week, look at your bank accounts, get comfortable looking at your bank accounts, get comfortable looking at your expenses, get comfortable looking at your income so you can start to get creative and think about consciously how to change the bad habits and have more of the good ones. Now, that's all we got for today. Uh, and just a reminder, don't forget that this knowledge without, knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure that what you implement, uh, you implement here with us when you're learning it. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com uh, and grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now.